My name is Karen. And I'm Kella. Building a community around being a military spouse through the internet and through podcasts. We are not professionals. We don't claim to be. To feel like you have a sense of connection. Who isn't into dogs, though? Just go give them an atomic wedgie. (laughs) Maybe I am a psychic. (laughs) You know, me just when I come and I I talk. (laughs) Okay. We're winging it today, you guys, and that's okay. Welcome to Military Wives Unfilters. So the gist of the article is that her advice for other military spouses would be to invest in themselves, invest in their career, and then invest in their family, which I thought was super awesome. Like, she just did an excellent job. Oh, yeah. So Karen just sent me this article from militaryspouse.com. It's called Family First, an interview with Mrs. Holly Ann Millie, Mm -hmm. spouse of General Mark Millie. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just skimming through it. And the couple things that popped up to me is military spouses should feel comfortable developing their own identities. Your spouse's military service does not define you. You are not important because you are a military spouse. You are important because of who you are. I like that. Says you yeah. can support your service member, service member, and have a career if that's what you desire. That's cool. How'd you find this? I, um, actually, my friend Jenna from Leavenworth sent it to me. Oh, really? She said she was listening to that episode not too long ago where we talked about where um, the focus was mostly on the soldier, and so oh, she she's said, a nurse. "Yeah, she's a nurse." She says we moved twenty times. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, Jenna was listening to that one episode and then she said, take a read at this. Let me know what you think. And I just thought it was phenomenal. There are sensible voices out there, everybody. That's right. I'm yeah. sorry if that's if you all can hear me sipping on my tea. And as you can all tell, I have a very new sexy voice today. Are you really sorry? It's, sorry, not it's sorry. Like, <laughs> it's like Phoebe Buffay. Did you watch Friends at all? When she gets eh. sick and then... She calls her sexy voice, <laughs> and and then she gets better, and like her sexy voice goes away, and she's just like trying to lick stuff to get sick again to get her sexy voice back. Trying to lick stuff. <laughs> yeah. She's really badly trying to get sick. That's really funny. Hey, yeah. did you see the questions we got on Instagram? I'm no, like... I did not. Yeah, so we've had a couple weeks off for the holidays, which was we good. Because we felt like it. Yep. So we don't have any specific topic today, but we did get a couple questions from Instagram. The first one, which I don't think we have a ton of answers for, sorry, is asking about tips for uh, finding a job at a new duty station. I'm going to be honest. I have never used, I have never sought out and used military spouse resources for stuff like this. I've just kind of went the same route that everybody does, like going on to ZipRecruiter or indeed yeah but i did tell her that there's a page that we do follow that's dependent.work that'd be a great place to start and then maybe i was thinking maybe kate would be a good resource for this because this person says she has like a business background oh okay but i really don't have any help with that i mean yeah i so 
I, what I have seen before is I would ask her to get connected with her community center at whatever post she's at because usually they have job fairs that they put up. They have like a, a lot of employers that specifically want to hire military spouses. And I mean for like legit work, not yeah. some of this like marketing stuff. Um, <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> like, is that in air quotes marketing? No, it's called direct marketing. So you like a call center you're talking about. No, it's it's kind of like people who work for I don't know, for like shakes and stuff like that who make money off of signing other people up. Karen, I just realized I was talking into the wrong side of the microphone this whole time. (laughs) That is literally the worst the least of my issues. So it's If my sound is weird, it's because I was talking to the wrong side of the microphone. Okay, go. My sound is always weird, so and now we I have like weird. feels like I have tampons up my nose, so okay, you know, yeah, yeah. So, so have you ever like people from like beauty counter too? Like, isn't that the same thing where? Oh, it's uh, those are like um, kind of like pyramid called, schemes, right? It's called direct marketing. Eh, pyramid schemes. Yeah, so you essentially get other people to sign up to do the same thing you do. And then the more people you sign up, the more money you end up making. Yeah, and then if you look at the people, it looks like a pyramid. <laughs> Isn't that something? It reminds, me, it reminds me of the episode of The Office where Jim, like, remember that episode where, um, what's his name? Holy cow. Michael Scott. <laughs> <laughs> was trying to get them all signed up to do something and then he's like okay why don't you draw it up on the board and then he goes to the board and he draws like two people and then if he gets two people underneath him then those two people get other two people and then Jim gets up and legit draws a pyramid and Michael's <laughs> like oh <laughs> that is a pyramid um yeah they they do have spouse specific job fairs i have heard of those i've never attended absolutely but i know of some people who have so that'd be something to ask about especially if you're kind of just like you don't have a super specific career field if you're kind of just like general business i bet that would be really great actually yeah i would say that would be the biggest resource that i would hit up is going to the local uh, community center in your post and then asking about different opportunities that there are right. for military spouses and any upcoming job fairs that they might have. Because right. they'll usually advertise the bejesus out of those things too. Well, and that's helpful too because then you know that those are companies that actually want to hire military spouses. So you don't have to deal with that whole awkwardness when you apply, which is like, why do you move so often? Oh, you're a military spouse. How often are you going to be or how long are you going to be here? Right. And These, all of that uh, jazz. These companies are more receptive to you having a spotty CV and you having seen you more for the for the qualifications that you have and not for the jobs that you have had because of your moving lifestyle. Right. Yeah. So that would be our biggest input into that, which is amounts to not a lot. <laughs> okay. And obviously, of course, I would say go to Indeed. Right. Go to what is that one recruiter? Zip Recruiter? Zip Recruiter, yeah. And definitely get on LinkedIn. Yeah, Zip Recruiter. Um, if you want to get like a GS position or a contract position, you can look on usajobs.gov? Yeah, yeah something. Those, generally speaking, those take a long time to get in. Yes. You know, if you're True. looking to work right away, which most of us are, because we don't want to spend like 
half of the time that we're going to be at a duty station um, getting qualified for a job or waiting for the government to get off its yeah. butt. I think John's told me those take on average like six months. Yeah. Hello. It's crazy. Okay. The other question. This is a new message. Her name is Megan. And she says that her husband is Army National Guard. And they live in Iowa, which I'm sorry for that. What? (laughs) It's a Minnesota-Iowa thing. Okay. So she says that she feels like her husband almost lives two lives, being a civilian and a soldier. And he kind of says that as well. And she says the podcast has kind of helped her. So she asks about finding a community because she says we've talked about that. And she says she doesn't know what she would do if he were to deploy. None of her friends understand the struggles of being with someone in the military. If you have any tips slash bits of advice, I would appreciate it. I mean, I would say he try to make friends with spouses of people in his unit. I mean, guard, guard stuff is not nearly as involved obviously it's way less as involved but if he has any buddies that are in his unit try to hook up with them and get to know them also if he were to deploy the support and resources goes up a lot so if he were to deploy there would be some sort of frg for all of the spouses of the unit that deploy um so that would be something that's established they probably have an frg already it's just Guard ones don't, guard and reserve ones don't tend to be very active. That would be my biggest advice if you want to try to find a community that's, you know, physically there. I would definitely say go to Facebook. I mean, there's a Facebook page for everything. So just ask your husband what unit he's in and look it up. And usually there's like a little questionnaire to make sure that you're actually you, like that you're the spouse of somebody serving. So get connected that way because that's a really good way to look the community without actually being there and then it kind of gives you a read for the people too like is this people that i want to hang out with are these people that understand that you know the things that i'm going through there's a facebook page for everything like there's a facebook page for people who like to put their cats in clothes so i'm sure there's a facebook page for this (laughs) just (laughs) ask your husband for the specific details and then seek those people out like don't be shy don't be embarrassed just be like you know this is who I am. This is what I'm going through. Obviously share as much as you're comfortable sharing about yourself and then, you know, legit state what your purpose is. Say I am feeling a little bit isolated because none of my civilian friends really understand. So I'm looking to hang out with somebody who's kind of going through the same thing and just kind of make a friendship. Totally. My other thing I thought of when you were talking is like, if you have some close friends who don't understand you know, you you have one of two options there. Like you can try to explain to them, you know, so because maybe they do want to understand, like maybe they do want to be there. So give them a chance to to try to understand. But also, you know, your friends don't have to be military spouses to be able to support you and be there for you. Like sure, they won't know firsthand what it's like to have a husband deploy, but I'm sure they know what it's like to go through hard times or to have you know, be worried about your spouse or something like that. So I would just say, you know, give your good your good friends you have right now like a chance. Um, and if that's absolutely just not working out for you, then do everything else we said. Dump them. <laughs> Dump those people. 
Because I know I have some friends that aren't affiliated with the military at all, but they're super empathetic, like awesome people. And although they can't like swap stories with me, they would definitely be supportive. And I would not think twice about going to them, you know, if something was hard regarding military life. Yeah, absolutely. Like you said, they don't have to be military friends so long as you feel supported and listened to. Um, and you feel that you have somebody you can go to, you know, that's, that's a pretty good deal right there. Yeah. So I mean, I guess it depends too, like what you're looking for. If you're just looking for support, and you know, like a shoulder to lean on, any of your good friends really could provide that. But if you're looking for like advice, or for somebody to say, I've been there, I've been through this, then you're going to need a military spouse. I can also imagine that her life is like a little bit different than ours, because we are fully emerged in the military life. So if we have any questions, like it's really kind of easy for us to go to and ask those questions and or find somebody that has already asked those questions. Right. Like for me, a huge source of information hasn't really been all these sources that are put out everywhere, but it's been other people that are smarter than me and are thinking ahead of me and are already asking these questions and already have answers for them. So maybe, you know, she just wants to be better informed. Yeah. Yeah. In which case, having a really good group of military spouses to help you out with that would be ideal. Well, the the reserve National Guard life for the soldiers is weird. It's just kind of bizarre. And then I can imagine for the family, it's even more bizarre, especially when you're living in an area like Iowa that doesn't have any military presence other than these reserve and guard units. Mm -hmm. So I imagine for her, she's, I mean, they don't live on a military post, obviously. She's not attending military functions. She's not around other military spouses or people. So it probably just feels very isolating, I would imagine. Yeah. That's a great question. There should be like a there should be like a reserve or guard spouses support network or something. Maybe you should start it. Not you, Karen. I know. I know. <laughs> be the Marcy we all need. Right? Be the Marcy of the world. I know. That Marcy. I miss Marcy. Where are they again? Oh, they're in Kansas. They're in Kansas. That's yep. right. That's right. Which is central time and you are in Mountain time, Karen. Shut up, Kava. Who cares about <laughs> these stupid time zones? I have never met someone so smart that cannot figure out time zones. Time zones are tricky. <laughs> are they? Or is it just like addition and subtraction? It's more like I really don't care about this. This is an inconvenience oh, to my life. Okay. And I can't believe I have to freaking figure it out. Like, you deal with it. It's one of those things where I just get really angry at the fact that it exists. And you know what I, I don't care about? With it. You know what I don't care about? Traffic laws. I'm like, oh. <laughs> those are kind of important. Oh, this is a one way? No. <laughs> Sorry. No. I do hate one ways. They're stupid. They're optional, gone, I think. I'm pretty I've sure. I've gone the wrong way down many a one way and yeah. just been like, Ah, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Okay. When Maybe. you realize you're going the wrong way on a one way, what is your knee jerk reaction to do with the car? Uh, for sure. I slow down like an idiot. Okay. My, I've done this a couple and times. And pull it over. Oh, you do? <laughs> My knee jerk reaction is I just lay on the gas. Um, like hard acceleration. <laughs> no. <laughs> I look for an exit route because I'm like, if there's a car coming straight at me, I need to have a way of like not 
I'd like avoid this head-on collision. Well, yeah. But like typically if you turn onto a one-way, you do it when there's really not many other cars around. So I yeah. just like accelerate super quickly to try to get to the nearest turnoff. Yeah. In retrospect, it's probably not the smartest idea, but... Fight or flight situation. So I have a bone to pick with the MWR here. Oh, Calabrian. <sighs> okay. The pool, the pool. So yeah. I like to go swimming once a week. I freaking love it. The pool has been closed for a month mm. due to broken glass in the pool. A month. Who broke this glass in the pool? John's theory is that it was one of the workers who didn't want to work over the holidays. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, but a month. So you have to drain the pool. You have to like sweep, I'm assuming, and like vacuum it out or something and then refill the pool. How long does that take? I can't. Can you imagine a commercial pool? being closed for a month for this they would have that how up and running how cold is it where you are why it's an indoor pool oh i know i'm just thinking of the drainage and like where does it go and are they like worried about ice and like what? no it's gonna be know. 70 this weekend okay yeah well there yeah. it is then don't defend they them karen procrastinating. <laughs> so they have put a post on the mwr facebook page about the pool right and people keep commenting on there like every few days like is there any update about the pool? And they just keep saying, sorry, no update. What does that mean? Well, you and John. <laughs> John doesn't care. Those people, one of them is me, yes. But I'm not the only one. But can you imagine a commercial pool being closed for a month? Yeah. Like, yeah, it wouldn't fly at the Y. No, they would have that open. I feel like I could go and drain it, clean it out, and refill it. Are you volunteering for this task? Yes. A little you heard it here, MWR, because I know you listen. They are avid listeners. I'm so sad. Ugh. Go to the Y, cat. Okay, here's the thing. This pool, half mile from my house. Okay, you can't top that. Yeah, I know. It's really sad when you leave post and you have all these amenities right there, and then you have yeah. to drive super far for the same freaking amenity, and then you end up giving that hobby, and you're just like, I guess yeah. I don't do that anymore. But... But anyways, if you live on a military post and you use MWR facilities like the gyms and stuff like that, like this makes total sense to you. Because, for example, like if you go to a gym on post, there will usually be, I would say, like every one out of four pieces of equipment has like some sort of sign on it that's like broken. Parts are being ordered. Will be fixed sometime. <laughs> but you do have the chance of going to a different gym. Like you have options. Like, in a post, it will be at least two gyms. Or it'll just be like, this door is broken. You indefinitely. Know, well, question I have about gyms in huh. general, because I have been to a few military gym, gyms, and that is, why will some parts of the gym smell so dank? Like, so terribly bad. Like, a mouse died, and then his family joined him, and they were just <laughs> so sad that they all decided to die as well. And their carcasses have now been removed. Like, so bad. It smells terrible. I can't get over it. I just don't think they keep it as clean. Like, well, where does that smell coming from? Like, I am physically looking around the room and I don't see any death. I'm just assuming it's years and years of, like, sweat and body odor just is just in the walls. It's just in there. It's, it's so like, bad. you know, after a while, how your workout clothes, they just don't not smell. Yeah, like I you have just, a couple bras that are going. Yeah, like it's just like you have to eventually just throw them out. 
Yeah. I feel like that's what those gyms are like. It sucks. But also, here's the thing. In this area, if I have to drive even a couple miles, I want to blow my brains out. I know. Yeah, you do have it kind of hard in that regard. It's terrible. <sighs> How was your New Year's? We did nothing. Hmm. Okay. Oh, when, last night. So this is kind of like our New Year's last night. John got home a little early. By early, I mean like five o'clock. And he was like, hey, what do you want to do since I'm home early? And I was like, how about we make dinner early, we take the dog, and then we go to bed early. <laughs> and he was like, yeah. Do you guys go to bed like after dinner? Do you watch we, any TV before? Yeah, we usually yeah. do. But like, dude, we go to bed at like, we start getting ready for bed at like 7.30 these days. Dang. Wow. John gets up at 3.30. Yeah, that makes sense. And I get up at like 5.30. So I'll just read for like a half an hour in bed, which is like my favorite time of the day. Oh, really? Yeah. I like it after Mio has gone to bed and everything is calm and the dogs have settled because they have their own spots that they like to be on the sofa. And then Dwayne and I have like that hour, hour and a half to watch TV and then we get the snacks out. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be like real quiet so Mio doesn't hear. Are you guys eating snacks? Like, no. no. <laughs> Dude, we went to Trader Joe's this weekend. Oh, I love it. We came home with like all the snacks. Trader Joe's is snack heaven. I love my it so much. My school's going to be so close to Trader Joe's. Oh. Pretty far from my house, but pretty close to Trader Joe's. So I love yeah. Trader Joe's. It's so nice. I like to just walk around and just like look and see what new stuff they have. I love it. I so like much. it too. It's pretty nice. Okay. Anything else you want to talk about? How's your fitness been? Um, It's been pretty good. Like it's been really crappy the past few days because I've been congested and like it's kind of hard to exercise because when you can't breathe. But point. I've been lifting. Um, my body's feeling pretty good. Um, I gained a few pounds after the holidays because of the cookies. Yeah. But that's just, you know, the risk you assume when you eat a ton of cookies every day. <laughs> when you wake up and right off the bat, you're like, I'm going to have four cookies. That's a choice I'm making today. <laughs> there are so, risks with that, yes. So, yeah, I'm just trying to get back in shape a little bit. Um, not in shape, but, you know, just to lose that extra weight. Karen, you should check out street parking. I know. It's $15 a month. Yeah. One five. I see Ramona doing those things all the time. Yeah. If you're somebody that just wants like general fitness, street parking, just Google it. It's uh, by like Miranda, whatever. Yeah, it's run by a couple that are like former CrossFit Games athletes, but they're not about that life anymore. This is 100% for normal people. Dude, if you see that chick, she is totally about that life. No, you should. Their channel, like she, she'll, she'll, she does videos where she shows her entire week of training and all she does is street parking workouts. Which are like insanely simple. But you know she's doing like accessory work before and after. She says she doesn't. I believe her. Dude, you should you street parking's awesome. That's that's the lady that's like a hundred pounds and super jacked, right? She's not a hundred pounds. She's like hundred and forty pounds. For sure. She's like itty bitty. She's like five two. Why are you so cynical? That's just the life I chose. Dude, I think it's she has a lot of muscle from years of being like a games athlete. Yeah. And then genetics and then really like strict nutrition. If so you're she general, doesn't wake up and have four cookies right off the bat? No. You don't think? No. Oh. <laughs> yeah. F her life. But anyways, she's also pregnant with her second kid. 
Oh, way to go. Yeah. Way so to go. Sh- street parking, they have like, it's unbelievable the amount of stuff they have on there. And apparently they have like 30 employees now. Oh, good. Which I used to actually, I was a member when they first started and it was just those two. But anyways, their stuff is really good. It's a really good program. They do a ton of stuff. Like you, the value you get is insane. The amount of resources they put out. I might check it out. I might not. Because like, honestly, I might like I'm going into school right now and my schedule's about to like whip me upside down. Dude, that's so, why you should do it. The workouts are like unbelievably simple, unbelievably short. They have like a ton of options like all you need is this like a set of dumbbells. You could do it in your basement. You all would right. just yeah, you would just like open it and it would tell you what to do and you could be like ten minute workout done. Oh. Okay. Yeah, it's oh, super okay. it's meant for like normal people. Like moms, working moms, you know. Just yeah. us normal people. Us lowly normal people. Yeah. How's your fitness level? Um, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> What? I'm sorry. There goes a dog again. <laughs> so that it has to happen every episode. So you start just, nursing, nursing school soon, right? I know. I start on the 22nd. I'm so excited. Yeah, it's exciting. Sorry about my dogs. It's okay. They're jerks sometimes. They have to make an appearance. Kane also is like. He's the angriest one down there. And, like, if you look at him, you're like, nope. But then you open the door and he starts wagging. He's like, hey. Yeah. Hey, me. Kane, like, wags his whole second half of his body. He does. He gets really, really happy. It's like he's doing an oblique crunch. It's not just his tail. Yeah. It's like his whole body. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. I think I think the tails on dogs is the greatest thing ever. Because if you, like, completely took the tail away... Which a lot of people do. Right. You, a lot of times you would not know the dog's, like, emotions. Do you know that dogs know emotions? Like... Yeah. I mean, like, we know that they're pretty smart creatures, but I'll be sitting on the sofa just working, you know? And then I'll, like, turn to Kane, and he'll catch my eye, and then I'll smile, and he'll start wagging. <laughs> <laughs> I do nothing different other than smile. <laughs> then I go back to a more serious face and he stops. And then I smile and he's like, yay. <laughs> I've read and I definitely think that dogs feel our emotions big time. Yeah. Yeah. Like when Dwayne and I start arguing, Kane oh. like leaves the room. He's like, well, this is none of my business. Oh, he does? <laughs> he gets out. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be caught in this friendly fire. <laughs> Clinton like tries to get inside of me. Like, okay. like, like oh. yeah, like he like will basically try to like get inside my shirt. Oh, and then we have to be like, it's okay, Clinton. We're not fighting. Yeah. So we have to be careful that like not only Neo doesn't hear us, but like Kane also. I'm like, right? see what you're doing? You're scaring the dogs. He's like, yep. it's you that's screaming. I'm like, well, <laughs> you're right over here following right along. <laughs> John can't even yell at the Vikings game. Like, if the Vikings do something really good and he's, like, happy and he wants to yell, like, yeah, he'll have to do it, like, quietly. Like, he'll have to be like, yeah, because it'll scare Clinton. (laughs) That's awesome. Dude, I don't know what's wrong with me. Like, I have been sick, you know, as I have mentioned five times already. Yeah. Are you sick? 30-minute span. Can you not hear the congestion in my voice? 
Not really, no. See, that's the issue with me is that I get sick. I haven't been able to breathe like properly at all. And then I act like I'm not sick. So people are like, you're fine. You know, I don't get any of that sick sympathy. So that's mostly what, you know, my issue is that. Who do you need that from? Dwayne? Are we talking about Dwayne? Yeah, but I need like a lot of it. And I call my mom too, just to tell her I'm sick. (laughs) So it's like, did you just call your mom to tell her you were sick? I'm like, yeah, she needs to know. (laughs) And then I called her today and I'm like, hi, mom. She's like, how are you doing? I'm like, I'm still sick. (laughs) So when I'm sick, John goes into nurse mode. So he's like, what can I get you? Can I get you Tylenol? Can I get you cold medicine? Like, do you want a hot compress? Like he wants, you know, all to do all these solutions. And so I have to, I have to be like, no, I just want you to feel bad for me. Yeah. He's like, I I don't. I love it when people are like, oh, I'm so sorry that you feel so bad. And I'm like, oh, I'm fine. You know, I'll be fine. I'll endure for sure. So you (laughs) want them to feel bad for you. But when they do, you're like, no, I'm fine. Right. Yeah. It's so I just confusing. love that exchange of like people feeling bad, but then me reassuring them that I'm okay. <laughs> I really enjoy that. Okay. It's good for me. Okay. That's going to conclude this episode, everyone. Please continue to write reviews on Apple Podcasts. Um, connect with us on Instagram. And then our email, always militarywivesunfiltered at gmail.com. Shoot us an email. Get in touch. Write reviews. Keep being awesome. That's all I got. Yeah. Also, um, I mean, we love this sort of like nothing podcast, but if you guys have a topic that you'd like us to discuss, we'd be more than happy to pretend that we looked it up and then come and talk to you about it. I'm just kidding. We might do some research if you <laughs> put it out there. Like but the- otherwise, it'll just be this like classic Cal, uh, Cal and Karen episodes. Um, yeah. According to Wikipedia, <laughs> that's what we'll start with. <laughs> we are the worst but not really we answered some questions we do yeah yeah we we answered some questions. i mean we talked about some questions there it is yeah anyway reach out to us if you have any ideas um as it pertains to topics yes please do that okay hopefully talk to you all next week bye bye my eye hurts why because i poked it You know, I now I feel like after having kids, my boobs are kind of normal-ish. You know, they're not what they used to be. The girls aren't. Well, they never <laughs> are as we age. They, yeah, they never are. You, person in front of me. And Do you uh, pick that out of pocket? I am assuming yes, for sure. There's no way Tri- Triker would be like, please. Yeah. How, how does this support soldier readiness? <gasps> how does... <laughs> How does it make our soldiers more lethal? Right. I'm mostly pissed off at my husband for having all this crap out here. We're like, I can't even have my tea, you know? As I have mentioned before, I am ill and I need my tea. If you want to go back, re-listen to this episode and do a drinking game where you take a shot every time Karen says she's sick, you can get a pretty good... Well, more than a buzz. You could definitely get more than a buzz. I think everybody is wondering about my health right now. I, yes. And how, yes. you know, I found to myself to be ill. John and I do not follow normal gender rules. Like in the bedroom? 